Ramble. Have you ever seen an animal with four legs, otherwise known as a quadruped, and thought, I want to take off one of those legs? Oh. Well, what do you got? Oh, a, a tripod. Yes. Wow. Welcome to this three-legged animal we call the tripod. Here's one leg, Zach. Say hi. Hey, I was so happy when I figured that puzzle out. All right. Another leg is Ned. Say hi. I still can't get the image of a three-legged puppy out of my cool. head. It's really sad, <laughs> you guys. Another leg is here, the third leg. Ooh, the third leg is Keith. Tripedal animal. Yeah, and then then Miles is that sexy, large, general torso area. <laughs> hey, what's up? I'm the torso. I was also thinking, like, a kangaroo has two legs and a big-ass tail. No, yeah. it's definitely a, th- a three-legged dog. As we've <laughs> talked about, kangaroos use their tail as a leg, and it's a freaky. As a it's foot. bizarre. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very as weird. Do you guys ever wish you had tails? I mean, I do kind of <laughs> oh, yeah. like just a little bit. Oh yeah, just a little bit, just a little swish swash. Just imagine the pants. There'd be like little little holes in your pants cut out for your tail to poke through. Well, do you think that that would be the case, or would we just have uh, our tail go through a long little leg loop, like we would just have a third? You oh, you think you got to keep tail. that baby covered up? Well, and I think there would be baggy tails, and then I think there would be a trend of very tight tail pants. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, it depends on it depends on what tail you have. Like, what's your animal tail? Mm, mine's very short and meaty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like it'd be nice to have a little porky pig tail, like just a little kind of curly. Are cue. you crazy? Like that would be the worst tail. <laughs> no, Everybody but waste would, of a tail. People would just <laughs> grab your little tail and flick it yeah. in your butt Boing. all day Boing. long. Boing. Yeah, exactly. Just walking through the mall. It'd <laughs> be real cute. There's no point of having a tail if it can't wrap around things. I want to be a monkey again. I want to be able to hang from trees and open cans and like tap people on the back and then be like, oh, it wasn't me. See, my hands are up here. It's right. hilarious. What would <laughs> toilets look like if we had big beefy tails? That's the question. The you- commode, it couldn't have a back. It would have to be an isolated yeah. feet. Well, you, know? you could, you could think- just sit on the toilet facing the wall. Yeah, you'd have to go to like a special <laughs> tail barber. Miles, are you picturing that we are sitting yeah. facing? Wow. Yeah, you're yeah, like a cool guy, a cool teacher. You're a cool well, teacher that's in how, the toilet. That's how you sit on the toilet when you want to eat lunch and poop. <laughs> it's a nice little table. <laughs> that's oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. You know, they don't Ned, teach you bring that up in an, elementary school. Ned, you bring up another uh, unfortunately disturbing topic because you said someone would have to trim our yeah. tail. Oh, However, yeah. the rest of our body has mostly evolved away from hair. So it's yep. possible that we would just have little fleshy tails Ew. that are hairless. Probably. Ew. You know, the sexiest tail would probably be a bunny rabbit because <laughs> if you know anything from the history of animation, everyone's trying to fuck the bunny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everyone's trying to fuck bunnies. Lola Rabbit from Every- Space Jam is, mm-hmm. you know, She's hot. I, we're just all going to say it. She is we're, hot. We all just, Tripod yeah. endorses. I read somewhere that Playboy magazine finally stopped printing. It Whoa. was like, yeah, buried amongst all the Rona. It was like, oh, and uh, hey, also, Playboy doesn't exist anymore. What do you mean it doesn't <laughs> well, exist it's still anymore? Online. Sh- yes, yes, still online. But like they've ceased printing operations entirely? Yeah, apparently. Is that Rona related or true. just an inevitable change of. In- uh, I read it in the New York Times. We all know that the exchange of fluids can uh, increase the spread of disease, so Playboy. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh uh, it's the morning. Well, good morning, listeners. We're <laughs> recording this Wednesday, April 1st. It's April Fool's Day, but who wants to play a trick when the world is already playing the worst trick on you? And guess what? <laughs> this one's real. Yeah. Do you guys have any good like past April Fool's Day stories? I always um, used to do the water squirter where you put a rubber band around the faucet sprinkler <coughs> and 
And then when you turn the faucet on, uh-oh, daddy's soaked. <laughs> yeah, Wes, like, totally, he wants to play with water all the time. One of his hobbies is just washing his hands. And I'm like, yes, thank you. The change we need in the world. Yes, wow. it's my hobby. <laughs> <laughs> He'll just do it for like, you, you, we're supposed to do it for 20 seconds. That boy will do it for 20 minutes. Zach, I know we we had a secret project that originally was supposed to come out uh, April 1st, but did that get pushed? Yeah, well, we've, we've pushed a lot of our videos and schedule to a weird thing. Have we mentioned this on the podcast that we actually are pre-shot enough to kind of last us uninterrupted through mid-May, if not longer, like into June, we have so many videos shot, but then we've been pushing those back to record more timely videos because this is an extraordinary time and it, it calls for it. Yeah, is it weird that whenever I see one of our pre-coronavirus videos <laughs> and we're like touching each other, we're yeah. like <laughs> hugging, we're like high-fiving, I don't know, whatever, but it's just a normal video, right? It's, uh, it yeah. feels weird. But the video that comes out this Saturday is uh, a passion project of mine, to say the least, that is one of the dumbest things we <laughs> have. I, I can't even say we. I'm solely responsible <laughs> for how dumb it is. Uh, one of the dumbest things I've ever made. And I don't know. It's either going to be like this very welcome relief amidst all the chaos of the world, or people are going to be like, not now, Zach. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. <laughs> Once per year, I shall unlock the discretionary budget of the Try Guys <laughs> and make art, goddammit. Well, I guess one thing I'll say cryptically is it'll be a nice relief from the corona news to see something more disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> there, will be, there will be an image that will inevitably be shared and we will see it. You know that, right, Zach? Oh, you said even in the video. Yeah. There is there is inciting incident. Some, it exists somewhere and Twitter allows yeah, it will the Easter egg hunt for yeah. the whole internet. I thought I had a screenshot of this thing that we are cryptically talking around that mm -hmm. people may be able to figure out. Anyway, uh, I thought I had it on my laptop and I had been putting off putting it in the video because uh, YB who edited the project, I didn't want to give her uh, okay, I'll just say it. It's a video about a time that uh, a, a image of my penis was accidentally uploaded to a BuzzFeed video. Uh, so it's this whole blown out, ridiculous narrative about that. But I thought I had the screenshot on my computer and it's gone. <laughs> so I, I don't it. have it. <laughs> and then, Wait, so you're back to, you're searching for your own penis? I, I am searching for it and <laughs> wow. it's gone for it. But I know it? that it's out there. And then it was on Imager but the link had has expired no thank god so somewhat but i know that whoever uploaded it originally probably is gonna like dig back into their old computer it's gonna be a thing it's gonna be very exciting to see if my nudes leak yeah wow <laughs> what well, that would be so sad if you made this whole video and then that your nudes had somehow been lost to time I think mm. I'd be fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put a, a disclaimer on our post. I just realized that if they happen to share the nude, uh, do it separately. Don't don't reply all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the strong preference is that you do not share it with the world. Is that if yeah. you have yes. it, you yes. keep but it. But it will be shared. It's like hidden from view until you say, yes, mm -hmm. I want to see it. And then it's like, are you sure? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I'm really sure. I want that in my eyes. Then <laughs> they can look at it. Keith, I think it's time for a very special egg update. The yolk of the week. <laughs> um, Excellent. Okay, so. Two days ago, the day we recorded the podcast, I had my uh, avocado toast with some nice, over-easy, medium sort of eggs. They're really the perfect Ooh. consistency. Excellent. And then yesterday, I also ate um, some eggs. These eggs are a little a little overdone, but uh, you know it was good just because I got to see what both egg styles would do. And I am happy to report that my guts were fine. Whoa! Whoa! So, uh, whatever it was, it seems like the curse is lifted. Mm. Or maybe I was just always eating the most butter-drenched eggs and I, I was confusing uh, lactose intolerance with an egg issue. But it seems, you know, I'm going to have eggs again. Uh, probably this week and we'll see we'll keep rolling the dice or maybe I was wondering like maybe 
I was just super unlucky for like a few years and I got the one out of every thousand eggs has salmonella. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> and I just kept getting the salmonella eggs. <laughs> you know, that statistically speaking, one out of every thousand. And if you eat, you know, a hundred eggs in a year, you've got a ten percent chance. <laughs> and I yeah. was certainly eating a ton of eggs for a long time and like I was always eating them with dairy as well. Um so uh, now, are yeah. you? Re- I'm sure you're relieved, but there's a little part of you. Are you like? Are you pissed that you've been avoiding them for all this time for nothing? You know, no. I'm I'm a little like because I always found like good workarounds. I think the one time that it always sucked the most was whenever we were like on set and there were breakfast sandwiches, and they'd never made a breakfast sandwich as just a sausage biscuit. Mm. They would always yeah, put cheese not. and or eggs on it. and Or they'd be like, oh, we've got a great breakfast here. We've got an egg scramble. We've got egg sandwiches. We've got just eggs. <laughs> like, okay, well. Um, <laughs> right. What are you most excited to eat? Because as as you know, I'm a huge egg consumer. Yeah. So I'm excited for the dishes you haven't oh. been able to put in your body. I'm excited to be able to put a runny egg into my ramen again. Oh yeah. yeah! Nothing makes ramen. Oh, you've been avoided that. Oh no! I know. Yeah. I haven't had the the oh, like the half boiled egg, which is so mm-hmm. delicious, and that makes your ramen like mm. eighty times better. Fuck and me that up, was, Keith. That was the that was the thing. And here's the thing: ramen <laughs> definitely fucks my guts up. But it's one of those things. I'm like, it's worth it. <laughs> it's just so delicious. I don't care. But it's like immediate for me. It's like 20 minutes after the ramen is done, and I am not doing well. But it's so delicious. Hmm. It's so amazing. Oh man. Oh, do you guys want to hear something cool about spicy ramen that I learned last night? <laughs> ah. Yeah. So- spicy ramen fact. <laughs> spicy ramen fact. Uh, so I was thinking. Like we're working on the spicy ramen video. We have Scoville units for the different uh, ramen. So I was wondering, hey, is the Scoville scale linear or logarithmic? Like, is eight thousand gonna be four times as bad as two thousand, or like whatever the logarithm, like forty times as bad is? Um, don't quote me on that. I don't remember logarithms that well. <laughs> um, but turns out it's linear. But the way that they uh, actually measure Scoville, now they have like a liquid chromatography. But since 1912, they've been doing it by just dudes like tasting it. So they mix like whatever pepper with alcohol to like take out the spicy elements that are called like capsaicins. That's like those are the spice molecules. Uh-huh. They mix that with the sugar water and then they'll hand it to like dudes that are... Uh, just spice testers they're like <laughs> certified spice testers and the people say uh yes i still smell like i still taste the spice and then they'll dilute it and then they'll do it again and they'll say oh. yes i still taste the spice and then they'll dilute well, yeah, that's it. a four thousand right keep there. tasting it they'll keep tasting it until it's diluted to the point where they say no i can no longer taste the spice oh. and that's how they come up with a numerical assignment for scoville units whoa ned that yeah. is a fun fact pretty cool right that. that is cool it also it got me all juiced up i was like damn science is awesome man i miss science so cool i do appreciate too that's that is more scientific than when you started that story because when you said it's just some dudes tasting i thought it was some guy named frank he's like oh that's a six thousand right there oh that feels like a six thousand right there i never had giardinera quite like that i have a story (laughs) Yeah, Eugene. <laughs> Tell us, Grandpa, a story from Children before. Children come by the fire. It struck me I have a story about a food allergy. Uh, not that I I don't have food allergies, but this is all. This has nothing to do with. But I do just happen to break out in hives anytime I have cheese. Yeah. No, I had have a friend. Oh, I don't want my friend to find out about this. Oh, oh I know this story. Uh, this story is crazy. It's a regular story. It's a regular story. By the way, before you begin, this is sociopathic. What you did is... No, it's... It's, <laughs> it's, it's fucked I up. I think... No, it's scientific. It seems like the audience is okay with these stories. Uh, maybe it's a little fucked up. It's not as bad as last week. You don't need to skip forward. Uh, he was my roommate for a while, and he always said that he was, like, deathly allergic to pork, Right. 
And y'all know me. I'm like just Mr. Gourmand. I put everything in my mouth. And I'm always like, yo, you should like test it. Because when was the last time you had pork? And he said, oh, when I was like a child, right? Mm. And I said, okay, maybe it's now time to test it. And he's like, no, every time I eat it, though, I get sick. And I, I like break out. And I like... So I basically was like, okay, so you kind of tested it. You're being very vague. Doesn't seem like there's pretty substantial evidence. Anyway. <laughs> Boom. Science. <laughs> he he also didn't really care about cooking. So one time I was like, you know what? I was a little bored. And I said, what if I just like made a dish and didn't tell him pork was in it? So <laughs> oh I made God. this I made this uh, pork sausage <laughs> stir fry, but I told him it was beef. Oh, no. And I <laughs> you serve it with a side of EpiPen? <laughs> No, but I had. Oh no! I had, I had, I had like nine one one on standby, and oh, I just sat there and I, I just watched him eat like literally three bowls. He just scarfed it down. He was loving it, and I just was thinking like the whole time because sometimes he would even put pork to his nose and be like, "Oh, I can't have that. That's pork." And he just fucking inhaled this dish, and he was like, "Oh, thank you." And I was like, "Mm hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm." And then I watched him for the rest of the night. He went to bed. I was like, if he wakes up alive, then I was right. And he was totally fine. Oh. I never told him about it. So he still thinks he's allergic to pork, but he's not allergic to pork. <laughs> Which just goes to show you allergies, the mental prison. That's definitely not true. <laughs> now, just, just so people don't think I'm actually uh, so I dare you to chug a glass of milk <laughs> while you say that again, Zach. <laughs> Bro, I will, because I'm going to break free. <laughs> now, just to give a little context, I like think I had been sure that I've seen him eat pork products, and other people have as well. Mm. So it wasn't like I was giving someone who will die from peanuts like a peanut. Right. But... I guess the way I recount it does make it sound like I'm... It's but, the classic idiot where he's like, wait, bacon's pork? No, are you sure? Right. <laughs> but I guess also pork, like, I don't know what you would be allergic to in pork that you wouldn't be allergic to in other types of similar meat. Well, Eugene, also this man was a, a Jewish young man? No. Oh, really? No. I thought he was when you told me the story. I guess that does <laughs> dial the sociopathic uh, quotient back like one or two bit. points. Yeah. That's but good. still borderline. You know, I think that I, I, I it, no, I, I feel that it does bother me when people like I definitely like I have a I have a, a roommate who says she's allergic to things and she just doesn't like them. And it like always kind of just is like, you just don't like it. Just say you don't like it. Well, for picky yeah. eaters, that's uh, like the cheat code when you're out to dinner and you don't want to be a dick where it's like, oh, I don't like Parmesan. Can you keep it on the side? You just tell them, oh, I'm allergic to Parmesan. And then they keep it off. Who doesn't you know? like Parmesan? <laughs> <laughs> It's basically uh, salt. It's just yeah, salt cheese. Pretty, pretty much, yeah. I don't like Marmosan. I think it's it. like emotional support animals, right? It like it it confuses the issue from people that actually like need an EpiPen mm -hmm. or need to be rushed to the hospital if yeah. they have a trace amount of peanuts. Right. Or right. dairy or whatever it is. When Zach and I go out to eat together, we'll both be like is there dairy in this dish? And they'll be like, oh, uh, there is a little bit. And I'll be like, oh, that's fine for me. And Zach will be like, that's not okay for me. And they're like, what? Why is it? And they're like, literally, the, other, like, the lactose intolerant the and the dairy allergy. And they're very confused. And then if you go to like nice restaurants, they'll come over like every time and be like, um, so this dish actually has uh, is cooked in a pan that also can sometimes have dairy in it and we're like oh that's I'm, I'm like i assume that's fine for me and zach's like i don't know <laughs> i don't know if that's okay at those very nice restaurants sometimes what i'll tell the waiters is like look if you tell me that this is the best bite of food that i'll ever eat and as long as it's not straight cream it's worth a little bit of pain but like it's i gotta choose my like it will hurt me but yes if this focaccia was glazed with a slight butter and it's just like gonna melt my dick apart then yes give me a bite of the focaccia oh, melt my you know, dick apart is yeah i mean i get that i was speaking in in terms that keith would understand yeah i have a little interjection here also i love i, I just have all these stupid phrases and i love when I, you guys start adopting them uh like yeah, I, it's, I, it's, I was yeah, i, I, I Specifically, something my dick apart uh, is uh, is a common one that I like to say. The Keithism, or, or sure. blow my dick off, you know. Yeah, uh, that's but good. Uh, that's cute. this morning I woke up and I was like, "Oh, I need to take my shower before the podcast, so I look nice." I did not do that because our, our hot water 
is not working. I'm in the same place as Zach a few weeks ago, and I haven't figured out how to address it yet because now I'm here, but my hot water's not working. I got a Spectrum guy coming today. Today is a real, real concerning day because oh, I've, no. I've got to pay rent, and I've got to ask my building manager, who's like 80,000 years old, um, what's up with the water, and I also don't want to get anywhere near him because he's so old. I have an admission, a rare admission, oh. that of what actually how the try guys have made me better as a person because i realized that story makes me sound like i was a very bad person which in a lot of ways i was but i think that i admit that for a long period of my life i was very intolerant of people who had food intolerances <laughs> does that make sense sure. It's oh, like yeah, a thing. It's kind of like it's a shade of when people like harp on vegetarian people or vegans, you know, but yeah, um, you, you used to be the type of person that would disdain on someone's self-professed yeah. gluten intolerance. Yeah, I was always that guy. I think I think it came from like childhood because my parents basically forced me to eat everything like they wouldn't let me be picky. Right. They always said. This is very 90s, but my parents always said, you know, there are starving kids in Africa. Do you know there are starving kids in Asia? I also remember like I didn't like salad as a kid and my dad for like a month, like force fed me salad to make me like it. He would just sit there and spoon in my mouth and be like, I bought this. You eat this. And then I like salad. So I guess I never really got how people could be intolerant of food. But knowing Zach and Keith, it's really warmed me up to the idea that it's it's very valid. Like it's a valid and a hard way to live. Mm. I never really understood that. Whenever people <laughs> force feed people things, it's typically with a spoon because it's like super mush. I've never seen someone force feed someone with a <laughs> fork, and that must be way scarier because it's like <laughs> ah ah, it's, it's a little trident going in your mouth. Yeah, my well, he did it with. God, this is such a specific memory. He did it with coleslaw because he figured coleslaw would be like a gateway because I didn't even want to touch the coleslaw. And it was a gateway plastic salad. <laughs> yeah, gateway a, salad. Yeah. But, uh, guys, Colin, I'll be right back. All right, go, go on. Yeah, Hi, Keith. Cole, I Hello. see that. I feel that. Yeah. yeah. Well, but Keith, yeah. take the call. Huh. Keith, take the call on, on tripod. That's good radio. Yeah, that's good radio. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just want—I just want people out there to know that I'm—I'm I'm like not intolerant of people's food intolerances anymore. Yeah. No, I feel that. I, I grew up the same way. I mean, I think it is just a point of privilege. That, like, I'm not allergic to anything, and and so I was just like, oh, you don't like this, but like, I—that's just because I am, uh, you know, arrogant and can eat whatever I want. Um. All right, guys. Well, people are in their homes, and it's coronavirus time, and you know what they're doing? <laughs> they're getting lit. So uh, we have an email, I'm drunk try guys at gmail.com. And people email us in their questions, their quandaries, usually while they're a little toasty. Uh, we have a very special email over here from someone named Eugene. Can I get a fake name? Uh, three-legged dog. Three-legged dog writes. Um, <clears throat> Hello, try guys. Hello. I am writing because I found out my prom and graduation is canceled because of COVID. Mm. I'm dr I'm drunk legally, so you can read. So they must be from the UK or something. Yeah, but not from here. Not from here. But since I will not be returning to school, should I get bangs? I'm a girl, so all time, all time low moment. No one will see me, so if they're bad, no one will have to look at my monstrosity. Plus, why the hell not? It's quarantine, baby. Just have to say, love the show and your podcast are pushing me through the quarantine. Also, Miles, change your advice that will go for Miles' song with all love, uh, Three Legged Dog. Whoa, a little blow at the end there. Just snuck yeah, in. Yeah, snuck in like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow, I, I, I think apparently, Three Legged Dog has never appreciated pop punk anthems. <laughs> Although I thought I sort of read it as like they're saying change your advice that will go for Miles' song because I've used the same song for a couple weeks in a row. So right, you didn't <sighs> adapt it. I didn't adapt it because it's harder to adapt it and get you guys to hear it while we're on the Zoom call. Before we can't ever we hear it. Exactly. Dive. That's that's the secret. We haven't heard it the last three times. So we just, just watch you dance. Yeah, exactly. I think there's uh, something to be said for having the same theme song because there's <laughs> yeah. reliability there. Mm -hmm. People look forward to it. Also, you don't have to spend <laughs> two hours every single time it's, it's changing never. it up. 
It's never been two hours. Normally when I would change it up, uh, before we answer this first question, normally when I change it up, it's me yelling into the recorder in my cell phone 15 minutes before we would record the tripod. But, you know, Miles, before we get to Bang's advice, I've got two bones to pick this episode, and one is coming out right now. Uh-oh. Because Uh-oh. when you began doing the advice that'll go for Miles' theme yeah. song, you started mm-hmm. mixing it up, you started remixing, and then <clears throat> one week, it was, hello, this is Becky Habersberger, and you're listening to The Tripod. Yeah. The week mm-hmm. after, hello, this is Ariel Fomer, you're yeah. listening to The Tripod. Uh-huh. Did you even, did you get someone's parent once? And uh, not once yeah, okay. have you reached out to my lovely girlfriend, yeah. Maggie, who's been sitting here and wait. So what's what gives Miles? Do you guys Here's, got a beef? Do no, you guys I, got a little a little a little competition? Are you jealous that that she's closer to me than you, perhaps? Yeah, that's Miles, absolutely that's it. mildly sociopathic behavior. I'll say that's a that's a veritable uh giving pork to someone who says they're allergic. But let me tell you <laughs> why, Zach. Um. I so <laughs> There were weeks where we would record the tripod where not all of you guys would be in the same room. And so I wanted the Maggie cameo to be big. I wanted it to be huge. I wanted it to shock the the nation. I wanted it to shock the people. And I couldn't do that with only a couple of you guys. And now we're in quarantine. And so I see what you're saying. There you know were weeks saying? where not everyone was there. You wanted the full boom. I wanted the full punch full of the cast. Bustamante charm. I wanted the, mm. pu- the this dance of the Bustamante cadence. I wanted the full form in her Maggie uh, self. So you it know didn't what, get guys? There. Consider the beef quelled. Squash. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank wow. you. The beef has been porked. Thank you. The beef has <laughs> been porked. Now, now so, yeah, bangs. So just go get bangs. Yeah, Eugene, you're I, the only one of us who really has knowledge about <laughs> hair, yes. so I'm not even gonna pretend. Like bangs even are. I know it's a I big deal know. for people. I just don't understand why. Okay, <laughs> okay, now's the time of the po- podcast for gay shit with me. <laughs> you, gay shit you ready? With me? <laughs> you ready? Are you you hetero boys ready to have your minds blown? Yeah. Yeah. Always. All right. So let me give you some cultural context. Uh, for women and gay men in particular, there's something known as uh, a, a point of in which they feel like they're going insane where they have to do something with their hair that's different. For girls, the big jumps are usually bangs, dyeing it, cutting it short. Mm. For For gay boys, it is buzzing your head and bleaching it. Those are yeah. the two things gay boys do. <laughs> so, that, and that's the order of extre- extremes. And right now, if you look at coronavirus uh, tweets, if you see anyone who's a gay friend or a female friend, one of them at some point is gonna say, should I bleach my head? Should I like cut my bangs? <clears throat> my advice is this is in fact an opportune time to try something different with your hair because you are at home. I always say it's great to try something new. However, I think the issue with doing it at home during something like the coronavirus is it's, if it's your first time, like three-legged dog said, mm. you're probably doing it on yourself or you're having your family or friend do it on you. And things like bangs are like, I do not advise girls to try it on themselves for the first time. It is actually like an art to shape a face correctly with the style of bangs. You don't just do this. You don't just do this. Like a stylist should look at your face and say, this is the way you should cut a bang. And you'll know that from girls who've had bangs a lot because they'll like start going into these whole things about the types of bangs that they've had. So my advice is, unless you know a stylist who can like really guide you, types of bangs, yeah. There's like the baby doll bangs, there's the side sweat bangs, you know, blah, blah, blah. So to um, to back that up, Maggie has been slowly transitioning towards bangs, which I guess means she's having a slow identity crisis over time, <laughs> according to your logic. I don't know. But but she she was told, like, you can't just go right into it. So she uh, got, I don't know, like quarter banged and then is kind of training her hair over time. I don't quite understand. Well, yeah, Keith, you are banging right now on the YouTubes. You, Keith go just suddenly pushed his hair down and he's got full bangs. That's cute, Keith. I, I, I gotta side hair. swoop it though because my hair is is you know grow is longer in certain parts because of how I I part it. So now the bangs is like this one divot of longer hair bangs. <laughs> I would recommend yeah. three legged dog go for it and uh, film it. Uh, there are a subset of like TikToks that are hilarious where a girl will like 
you know, twist their hair up in front of their eyes, hold scissors, then suddenly cut it and then scream. Uh, and sometimes it looks good. Sometimes it looks bad, but I mean, in 15 seconds, you can create a lot of good. You can suddenly change your hair yeah, and put it on the internet for other people to enjoy. So that would be my advice. Go for it. Viral glory. YOLO, but make sure you get it on camera. I think my fear for three-legged dog and anyone out there who wants to change their hair is that she sounds young and it's probably the first time she's having bangs. And much like Keith's egg allergy, you do it once and you feel like it hurts you, you're never going to do it again. Mm -hmm. And it Mm -hmm. keeps you away from styles that you might enjoy for many, many years, (laughs) especially when you're a teenager. So I'd say like if you could get um, at least some advice about the type of bangs you could get, maybe try it. But I'd be I'd be wary just because it it might turn you off. It takes a long time, a while also to get rid of the bangs. Yeah. What's the over under on that? Like six months? Yeah, all of those um, hair crises I've described are are jumps because they they take a long time to grow back or to go back to natural. So like a year for bangs, like it depends months? on how short your bangs are and the types. Like if you do side swipe, it's, it's easier so it's to just blend straight in. Straight across the eyebrow. It's at it, it's at least like a few several months. Several months, probably se- way oh, several months. Man. I mean, think about how long your hair we'll grows have a when you cut it. By then. Now, Keith, you've been silently styling your hair in the other <laughs> qu- square over there, uh, giving yourself mm-hmm. bangs. I'm curious, how has your instant bang experience affected your persona and personality? Yeah, it's nice. Well, I look a lot worse now. <laughs> mm. You know, I I was I was struggling with finding which way. To, to bang it, you know, <laughs> because the bangs are there, but they're so long on this side of my head. Like, yeah, like, Keith, you get a better gist I, of it. Can I say who you look like? Like who you've turned into immediately? You look like any gamer on Twitch. Yeah, you kind of look like <laughs> Phil, Dan, and Phil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm. This actually is very similar to how I used to wear my hair. It used to be just like. Fucking, it was short and like across and just really like short bangs and just like plain fucking, you know, comb it straight forward, walk out the door kind of boy. <laughs> too busy looking Ned, hot over Ned, here. Ned, where are hey, you, Ned? I, it, it just popped in my head and this is a total change of subject, but I want to say something because last week I gave some fort advice and I told people to put their couch on their side and I realized not every couch will do that without probably falling down and crushing you. And I was like, maybe... <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have said to you, the young people who, you know, might be in their house be like, I can just put my couch on inside and get under it. That might not be a good idea. So you take a kitchen chair. If you're going to do that, take a kitchen chair and put it under the side of the couch that looks most likely like it's going to fall over. Just give yourself something that will it will crush first before it crushes you because yeah. I was worried. I was like, what if somebody crushes themselves because I told them a better way to put, you know, not every couch. See, I have a sectional, so it breaks into pieces. So it's easier for me to think I could stack it up. Uh, but not every couch is built like that. Please don't get crushed by your couch. Um, An and, important uh, PSA from the Try Guys. Please don't <laughs> get crushed. And if you do, it's not Keith's fault. It's definitely not. If you do, but if you do, you know, film it. There's a whole bunch of TikToks where people set up their couches and then their couches crush them, and it's hilarious. <laughs> guys, I've got a bone to pick with nature. I want to <laughs> I, I talk to you guys about birds. You guys heard uh, of birds? Yeah. Birds. You know yeah. them? I love birds. They so go th- you're picking a bone with birds? I'm picking a bone with one bird in particular. <laughs> I got okay, a specific yeah. bird that is terrorizing my life. Now, a few, about two months ago, maybe two and a half months ago, I was getting ready for bed. And as I'm laying in bed, I hear, tweet-a-lee, tweet-tweet, tweet-a-lee. And I go, huh, that's weird. Birds don't chirp at night. We all agree, right? Pretty fucking weird. You, you associate. Oh, you know what? I should back up the story to six months ago because I started using the bedtime app on my phone. And the bedtime app, what it does is that it sets a time where your phone goes off and then in the morning, it gently wakes you up with a rising tone. So you have a tone and it starts very soft and it gets louder and louder and louder and louder. And the default... Exactly. The default 
is the sound of birds gently chirping. It's beautiful. I really just want like Keith voice default. <laughs> now, wake after up. hearing that. Good morning. Wake up. Nice. How's it going? <laughs> oh, it's another day. Nothing's happening that. today either. I would love. So you lack the motivation to get out of bed. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> but okay, I won't so stop was, talking till you do. Birds. <laughs> <laughs> the default was birds tweeting. And yeah. a beautiful, magical way to wake up. You wake up and the sun is streaking through your window. You got birds chirping. It is lovely. All my dreams were interrupted by birds kind of ch chirping and tweeting. And then I would wake up into the next morning. So I've been training myself to wake up to the sound of birds for six months. Then, two months ago, a bird Spring. starts chirping <laughs> outside my window. I have no memory of birds at night. But this bird chirps all fucking night. I'm talking, he is screaming his little fucking head off, chirping. And I know that the early bird gets the worm, but this is a late bird who just mm. stays the fuck awake. So I go to Google and I go, Google, what the fuck is going on with this bird? Because I'm like, maybe he has rabies. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a harbinger of of death to come i don't know it's a mockingbird yeah. and mockingbirds Ooh. they sing at night they sing at night when they are single and trying to trying to attract a mate so you're telling mm. me that for two months i haven't been able to sleep because some fucking virgin bird is in my tree screaming ladybirds get over here that's my bone to pick with nature. All these fucking virgin birds. I feel birds. like it, he's more of a fuckboy the way you describe it. Mm. Yeah, he's just yelling for anybody. You know, it's a great you know. point. It's a great point, Ned. He's a fuckboy bird. He's a fuckboy bird. <laughs> fuckboy bird. He's <laughs> got to find bird. a Sersha. I just want to find him a nice Sersha so he can settle down. He needs a ladybird. Oh, very good. Oh, that's where you're going with that. Mm -hmm. Clever. Mm -hmm. like it. Very clever. Very clever. So it's been driving me wild. <laughs> so Zach, I've had a similar uh, thing going on where mockingbirds, every once in a while, they'll be right outside chirping. But we've also had a problem with ravens because Ooh. ravens will mimic the sound. If I'm wrong about this, freaking drag me, cancel me. Uh, think, but yeah. ravens will mimic the sound of transformers on power lines. And the sound oh, is like, yeah, it's crazy. So they'll make they mimic the sound of like a transformer vibrating and humming. And so they'll, they'll it'll sound like something electrical is happening, like outside your house, but it'll actually be a raven that is imitating the sound. And it's like, the sound is something like, it's just like, like it does not sound like a bird. It just sounds like electrical equipment. But we've had that happen outside our house a couple times. And apparently it's like a problem, especially in LA. Are you guys finding that during quarantine, wow. the people that live in apartments, there are like people awake later and like more noises from people? Yeah, my neighbor was fucking making a smoothie at 9 p.m. the other day. I'm like, fucking cut that shit out. We're fucking, it's time to start relaxing and going to bed. You're making a smoothie? Who the fuck are you? Also, it's a problem is my neighbor's kitchen is right by our bedroom. Yeah. Ooh. And sometimes this lady, oh my fuck, this lady, this lady, she, I swear, every night and morning, she decides she needs to rearrange the pots and pans in her cabinet. Last night, it sounded like she was replacing doorknobs. It was just like crank, 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 cr
is I I I've never detested someone that I barely speak to more. Her car is also right below our window, and her, she's got some kind of car that I've never heard of. I don't know what the model is. It's not from here. I've never heard of this car. It looks like a Fiat, and it sounds like a truck. It is, and she. It seems like she has to turn it on for a solid two minutes before it can drive because it just it's it is like the loudest. Introducing the all new Alfa Romeo diesel. <laughs> yeah, it is so loud, and I it's it's like, and she'll turn it on. Now she doesn't obviously leave anymore, so that's one good thing. It, that car's not turning on anymore. But when it was, it would be so loud, and we would hear her make a noise in her kitchen. We'd hear her go downstairs because the stairs are also right under our apartment, and then she would start her car, and it'd be a block of twenty minutes of noise from this woman, this loud woman. She drives me nuts. Last night, she was carrying a lamp down the stairs, and she hit every stair with the lamp. It was like, clank, 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 clank. I'm like, what are you doing? Just pick it up. Just pick up the lamp. There is a very unique disdain for the shitty neighbor. It's usually a force that you, you see them maybe twice a year, but you're aware of their presence constantly. And the yeah. amount of hate that you transfer onto that entity Second to none. <laughs> it was one time she made it a smoothie at 3.30 in the morning. And I just hit the wall and said, no. <laughs> and she stopped. <laughs> you just slammed. You're like, no. <laughs> I was like, no. You can do this at 5.30 in the morning and I will be upset, but I'll let you do it. But 3.30 is inexcusable. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Three fucking things. Oh, wow. And 3.30 is so late. I mean, it's like, is that at the end of partying or is it a really, really early morning? That's this, so in the middle of yeah, this lady doesn't no party. time. This lady <laughs> has no parties. I promise wow. you, this lady has no parties. But she does talk loud on the phone all the time. Wow, that's bad. We we once were yes. below a publicist who worked with a client in New York at every day at 5.30 a.m. was dressed, ready to go to start her 6 a.m. workday, clacking around in high heels. Oh. Uh, that was rough, but a 3.30 a.m. smoothie? I had the high heel neighbors above me in my old apartment, and I, I thought about buying them a carpet. Just being like, hey, <laughs> this is just an odd, like, welcome to the neighborhood. So happy to have you. Here's a carpet for your house. Do you want it? I, I, please? It's big. It's it's as big as you need. Cut to yeah. size. Have you guys ever had to confront a neighbor? Like, go to their door and just be like, hey, I, I'm really sorry. Ooh. But, like, whatever you're doing is absolutely out of control. I never had that. Our other our other neighbors, so we have the crazy lady on one side and the other neighbors are the loudest sex fuckers <gasps> in the world. Oh and, and yeah. it's not just that she is loud, he is loud. Oh, I never heard boy. both parties <laughs> be loud and it is there was one afternoon and it Becky and I were just dying laughing because at one point he just went <laughs> it was too funny it was just so oh, funny oh god oh my god That's, my power level is over 9000 yeah. oh, Keith I'm gonna I'm gonna have your other wake up as my alarm clock but if I snooze through my alarm clock my second <laughs> backup alarm clock <laughs> well maybe you have um, problematic neighbors maybe you don't maybe there's some other regions of your life that need some advice maybe you're thinking about getting banged so i don't know your situation but i do know we've got a nation that loves a certain type of advice advice that'll go for miles with your friend and mine <laughs> miles bonsignore it's advice that'll go for miles tune it to your radio station we're it's seeing him rock out in miles. everyone get ready miles, miles nation, nation. <laughs> it's a very i <laughs> What's up, Miles Nation? I'm Miles Monsignor. How y'all doing tonight? Good. Have you ever wanted to be a stinky little queen? You say stinky a lot in these. Uh, <laughs> well, sometimes people be getting stinky. Uh, have you ever wanted? 
the Frozen Two. Frozen Two. Have you ever wanted to go on an adventure to a magical forest? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever wanted to watch a film not nearly as good as the first one? <laughs> Are you talking about Frozen 2? <laughs> clearly is. Clearly talking about Frozen 2. Trolls World Tour. <laughs> Watch Frozen 2 on Disney Plus. Watch Frozen 2 on Disney Plus. Not a sponsor. Terrible advice. I've, I've been watching Frozen 2 once last week. And it was fine, but the music was divine. Yeah, the music's really good. <clears> the movie's I bad. The, plot. the movie's bad. Oh, it's not bad. Come it's on, it's Miles. Bad. The movie's bad. Here's Miles, why. I liked it. I have watched it six times so far. Wes runs around the house screaming, yeah. yay, Frozen! And so you know, cute. First time I loved it. Second mm -hmm. time I tolerated it. Third time I didn't like it. Fourth time. I found a lot to love about it. Now, I love... the fifth time, I am a devoted Frozen 2 fanatic. Of course. And the sixth ah! time... <laughs> so Sixth time, I... we turned it off halfway through and watched Paddington. Yeah, I'll probably have been <laughs> yeah, just saying. Here's the thing about Frozen weird. 2. Frozen 1 is about sisterhood. It's a reversal on the common princess form. Uh-oh, Prince Charming? More like Prince Villain? Frozen, Alarming. Frozen 2 is almost barely about nothing. There's almost <laughs> zero conflict, and the primary antagonist is revealed in moment one and is dead before the movie begins. But the music is divine. Oh! <laughs> okay. am, am I the only one of us who has not seen Frozen 2? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose Okay, so. where, where yeah, does your review... Where, yeah, okay, I'll let you know what I think. Where does Frozen 2 rank compared to Frozen? Uh, below. Well, I Absolutely. know you're opinion, I, Miles. I, I liked I it more. You liked it more? I liked it more. I think yeah. slightly above, yeah. Frozen 2 is more of an action adventure. My, my controversial opinion is that I think Frozen is not a good movie. And I stand by that. I think it has one fantastic Same. song. I think that I respect what it was trying to do with the sister plot, but I think mm. it is a bad movie, and that is my piece. Mm. Get at me, hashtag Zach Kornfeld is over party. I don't care. I disagree, but I'm not gonna get into it, also because I'm a, big, I'm a big animation head, and I'm gonna go into right. whole animation theory. That's another podcast. Yeah, it's not bad, it's just mm -hmm. not, it's certainly not in my top five Disney animated films. Oh, no. I don't think it's in my top 20. How many Disney films are there? Probably like only 25. <laughs> no, I think there's a lot of animated ones now. We count in Pixar? Yeah, well, then it's, it's, it's over. I think it's like 50. I will say the music yeah. Show Yourself is a bop. Uh, the Show Yourself is the best. It's so good. Show Yourself <clears throat> is even better than Let It Go. I agree. And it's got Westworld mm -hmm. in it. Westworld is a primary character in Frozen 2. Evan Rachel Wood. Yeah, Westworld. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's really good in it. And uh, there's some fun moments with magic and a very cute salamander. Did they get rid of the the stupid fucking troll creatures? They're a, uh, they make a cameo. Yeah. They make a they cameo. Make, the they, best, yeah. here's the thing. You should watch Frozen 2 just for, there's this a moment where Olaf reenacts all of Frozen 1. Very it's better good, than yeah. the movie. It's better than Frozen <laughs> <laughs> Anytime Wes saw that little salamander, he giggles so much. The salamander <laughs> like jumps off the cliff and Wes is like, ah, ha, ha, ha. So that's your advice, Miles, is to yeah. go go watch a, a Disney Plus streaming movie that go. didn't sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, go. I, I feel like, Zach, I actually feel like you would enjoy Frozen 2 more than Frozen. Yeah, it's more. I it's think, easier to love. Like let it go is is like reached iconic level status, but it, there's song. a more consistency. Like all of the mm. songs are pretty good in Frozen too. And okay. Lost Lost in the Woods comes out of nowhere and is really good and is like yeah. this so funny. 80s funny song. High recommend. Yeah. yeah. And Frozen One, the equivalent of that song is like a kind of a throwaway moment. Yeah. Right. Right. 
I am. I made a joke about it, but I am most stoked for the new Trolls movie. The first Trolls movie I watched as a goof because all these little kids we worked with made it like said they loved it, and it is a psychedelic romp. It is so funny and so trippy and so weird. And all I want to do is go back to college and uh, you know be altered and watch that movie. Uh, right. So I'm going to watch Trolls 2, and then I'll report back. And if I have time, maybe I'll watch Frozen 2. <laughs> I think well, he, you would love... Time. You I got think time. You, yeah, you have the time. I uh, have started having my first um, coronavirus-related nightmares, where this has happened twice to me now. I'm in a public place, like going about my subconscious business. So I'm just... Last night I was in a, a store, I don't remember what I was shopping for, and then all of a sudden, like 40 people swarmed, and they were just close to me. And literally all the nightmare is, is that I can't stay six feet apart from people. And I'm just trying to back into the corner and not be a weirdo, and I, I cover my mouth with my shirt, and I'm just anxious. And then I wake up, and I'm too hot, because I'm always too hot in the middle of the night. And I also, my throat hurts every night. It's just like a thing because I have allergies and dust and pollen and whatever. Right. And when I wake up, it goes away within five minutes. But so I wake up from this nightmare and my throat is just piercing in, with pain. And I, my eyes bolt open. I freak out. And uh, then I can't go back to sleep. And then I am late to the podcast and I throw on a robe and here we are. <laughs> And then I have a fucking bird outside my window who's like, time to wake up. Time to wake up, Zach. Uh, tweet a little Same, Zach. Same. Well, this has been a great episode, everyone. No, but seriously, I, that is the exact same thing has happened to me. I hope everyone's staying safe out there. Mm. Please keep your social distancing up. They, they say it's working in California. If you've yep. seen, we have been flattening the curve of the estimates. Um, yeah. So... It, what we're doing out here, uh, we've been very vigilant here. Also, we you know have the benefit of not living in a city that's actually where everyone's on top of each other. We have some natural distance uh, in our houses, but it is working. So um, keep it up. And uh, if you've got any stupid friends that resent it, fuck them. Fuck them. They're not your friends anymore. <laughs> and, and can I add, Keith, don't get complacent. I think a lot of people in the next two weeks are going to start to be like, all right, social distancing, time to ease up. Uh, we have to stay vigilant or else all of this was for nothing uh Not. things un unfortunately are going to get bad in the weeks to come and so please uh continue to stay stay safe out there be sure to subscribe to the tripod leave us a five-star review it helps other people discover the show also if you want to support the show check out our patreon patreon.com slash try guys we got special uh content exclusive content for you over there or check out our merch at tryguys.com it helps support the show and our staff here at second try uh, Keith, hit us with the official tripod theme song. Oh, you want to have bangs on your face, but you don't know how to make it take place. So you take some scissors and just go for it. And if you look bad, nobody's going to see it. Yeah, it's the tripod. Reminder, we're two, twice a week, yo. Twice a week. Two times a week now. Tuesday, Thursday, baby. That's five guys. Monday, Wednesday, Saturday on YouTube. Stay beautiful. Are we are we just glazing over Zach saying trolls is better than frozen? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're out of time, baby. <laughs> <laughs>